everybody, I'm Tim and welcome to Cigars Daily Live, coming to you from sunny Phoenix, Arizona. And tonight we got a kick-ass show for you, an amazing episode. So come in, light up something amazing, sit down, pair it with something incredible because we're bringing you a special tonight. This is officially episode 187, the Leaf and Barrel episode. There it is. There it is. Oh yeah, normally I'm like sitting way over here when I put these graphics up. You know what? Let me just move over a little bit because I have a bunch of graphics. Oh my gosh. I didn't plan that well, well at all. all right. I was like, I'll just start the show in the middle of the table because I'm going to have a guest on tonight. Uh, of course, I am so excited about my guest tonight, everybody. This is a guy who I, I feel very fortunate to call a friend, but also in the world of the internets where I live, I look up to this dude in a huge way, and that is Jeremy Sires. If you guys follow him online, you already know he's a total badass, uh, loves his cigars, loves his whiskey, loves his smoked meats, loves his giant trucks, loves the kind of stuff that guys like to love. And so tonight, we're going to hang out together, and of course, we're going to be talking about some of his stuff, and this is what his brand looks like. You can take a look at here, the Jeremy Sires brand. Should be the next one right next, right underneath that one there. Mic issues, fix, fix your mics. Are we there now? Is it better? Start restart from the top. What was the problem? We got it. We got it solved. Ah, I see what's going on there. Yeah, that happens every once in a while. It just jumps over to another microphone. Okay, is that better? Someone put a comment down. Better, better. What somebody said, Binfo. Scott Jenkins put his comment up. Binfo. <laughs> is that bin? Is that better in another language? Whatever. I'm gonna laugh at it anyway. All right, good. Mike is good. Okay. So amazing episode tonight, guys. All you really missed is me saying that uh, I'm excited about tonight's episode because this dude, Jeremy Sire, is one of my heroes in the cigar world. Look up to him. In fact. A lot of what goes on in my studio is modeled around stuff that Jeremy Sires has done because he's huge into film uh, and into photography. I love the guy a whole lot, and he is so wise when it comes to the cigar stuff. Of course, for this episode, I will be the host, and you guys are the guest hosts, so drop your comments and questions down below. I'll move over a little bit here as that goes away. Um, put all your questions and comments down below. We're going to get to as many of those as we can during the episode tonight. Let's start with some that aren't about how bad the mic is. Here it is. David Wingert says, good evening to everyone at Cigars Daily. Smoking a filthy Viking because they have stellar flavor, a great burn, and an awesome price point. And because I'm a filthy Viking, congratulations to you. And that's really what any type of Viking should be. Really, people who aren't Vikings should all you know, aspire to be a little bit filthier, in my opinion. All right, what else is going on out there? I see a lot of good ones today. Jerry's on. He's on uh, YouTube. He says, smoking a Padron 2000. Bought a box from Cigars Daily last Friday night, and it arrived in New York on Monday. That's super fast. That's really super fast, especially since shipping carriers are like, you know what? We're going to raise our prices and slow down the shipping services. Sorry. And it's and all the way in New York. I love that. And I love seeing when people get absolutely amazing service. So keep it up and enjoy, guys. Okay. Next one is from Jack Dennis. He says, what's up, Tim? I'm smoking a 601 Maduro, some Espinosa up in here tonight, and sipping some Stranahan's Single Malt American Whiskey. I don't feel like you can say that one without, if you say the whole name like that, without it sounding like an infomercial. Stranahan, single malt American whiskey. Uh, buy yours today. Uh, I, I caught you on the Cigar Authority podcast. Great show. Thank you so much. Had a blast with the guys on the Cigar Authority podcast. Again, another set of guys that in like in the YouTube world, I have really looked up to. So I'll just say this, and this is like a personal statement up front. Doing this stuff, 
Uh, I have had so much fun hanging out with you guys here on the channel. That has truly been the highlight. Doing this on Sunday nights is one of the best parts of my week, but I've also gotten to hang out with some people who have been my heroes, like guys and gals that I have looked up to since before I was ever in the cigar industry, before I was ever doing YouTube and stuff online. And so this has been such a cool vehicle for me. And tonight's episode is that in a huge way. Uh, hanging out with Jeremy Sires. He'll be on in just a little bit. And I'm going to grab a couple more comments before we do that. We've got a killer. Uh, comment craze coming up for you later. Billy didn't get to see what it was. I'm sure he'll pop over and look. Uh, Andrew and Acacia says, uh, note to self, pay attention when you pick up a burning stick at 60 RG burns different. Yeah, I would say so. Goodness. Okay, keep going. Mm. Get me another one, Billy. Barry Clark is on. He says, first time watching live. Well, glad to have you here. Started watching your videos and have learned a lot. Uh, plan on placing my first order with you soon. It's, it sounds fantastic, man. I hope you find some stuff that absolutely blows your freaking mind in a good way. Not in a bad way. Uh, <clears throat> not in an Alec Baldwin day. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, Masterman 65. I couldn't stop myself. I wanted to, but I couldn't do it. I tried. Uh, hey, Tim and crew, I got a new humidor and need one of your awesome deals to fill this thing up. I'm enjoying a tabernacle with espresso. Masterman 65. What? Here's a question I have, and I'm curious for the guys in the back, Ben, specifically you. Do you still drink coffee in the evenings? Because the thought of drinking coffee to me after like 1 p.m. sounds like the end of the world. I've literally not drunk a coffee in my single, like a single one in my entire life. What? You've never drank coffee before? Well, I've tasted coffee, like, but I've never actually drank like a, a cup of coffee. Yeah, never. That's actually more troubling to me than me not being able to drink coffee in the evenings. I feel like we have a, we're going to get, okay. So one of these weeks on the live show, Ben is going to have a full cup of coffee before the show. And then him and I are going to switch places. That's going to be a blast. All right, Billy, grab some more comments for us, man. What's the next one? This one's from Broke Ass Living. It says, hey, Big Tim Cujo here in the Kingman, Arizona. Uh, having my father, Le Bijou 1922, paired with a frosty 40 ounce of St. Ives. That's nice. That sounds like an amazing one. Hey, if you guys are pairing something tonight, make sure that you post that down below because truly we're going to be talking about pairings because it is the leaf and barrel episode. When you post your comments, mention at Cigars Daily so that we know you're talking to us. But we're doing leaf and barrel episode tonight, not because the leaf and barrel is our idea or our thing. It isn't. This is the thing of Jeremy Cyrus who's going to be on in just a little bit. But you should also know about the lineup for tonight's episode. Let me move over so it doesn't take me over. Take a look at this. Six cigars uh, that we've put together here three of them the three closest to me right now those are ones that have been featured on jeremy sire's leaf uh or on his jeremy sire's after hours channel which is a separate channel he has where he just talks about whiskey and cigars uh including the camacho nicaraguan barrel aged the uh the caldwell long live the king mad mofo the h upman jose mendez all three of those cigars have been featured on his channel and then i put in some really amazing pairing cigars as well including the alec brad Blind Faith, which I have just lit up here now, the AJ Fernandez New World Connecticut, and the American Viking Box Press Rebellion. You guys can learn more about this if you click on the link in the description. I think you'll be really happy with what's there because it's like $24 off. It's some kind of crazy thing like that. Okay, let's keep getting them. Oh my gosh, I see one. I 
I'm so amazed that you went after Mike K's and not Phil's. Uh, Mike K says, seriously, what cigar doesn't pair well with coffee? I don't know. I wouldn't ask Ben. He wouldn't know. He's, ben would be the last person you want to ask about that, right, Ben? Yeah. That's, do you know what? It's That is true. But the, the bigger thing is it's not just coffee. I actually have a real sort of issue with um, with mugs. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second because that – wait, What? Because you're British and you can only use <laughs> is it because it's not a teacup? No, I don't know what it is, but I've never been able to drink out of a mug, like a hot drink, a cold drink, anything like that at all. So I'm just straight up glasses or a can. So yeah, that's that's a little thing about me. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. We're gonna move, we're gonna act like that didn't just happen, but just be aware. I'm gonna save that and put it right here in my pocket for another show. All right, what's next, Billy? Get it for us. Phil is on. Philip Erickson used to be on the Cigar Daily live production crew here. He says, I just busted a gourmet level craft uh, mac and cheese and sipping on a PBR. No pumpkin beer, but I'm saving you a bottle or two. Fantastic. Craft mac and cheese and sipping on a PBR. That trucker life is treating Phil real, real good. Phil left the show to go help fill the gap of uh, truckers that we've needed in America, uh, even though the, the ports in Los Angeles are filled with truckers who are now putting out social media videos saying we don't have a trucking shortage, but we're glad that Phil's out there. Uh, Phil, drive safe, buddy. Every time I see a, an 18-wheeler now that's turned over on its side, I'm like, oh, no, Phil. <laughs> All right, get somebody else commenting here. Let's see what's going on. E110 says, wait. That's not the same guy behind the camera as last week. Did he get fired? No, he did not get fired. We actually have a rotation of people here. So Billy is here, Ben is here, and then Dustin is also here as well. So you'll see different people each week. That's kind of how we cut it. And, and just to be clear, I'm also trying to get some audio working so we can include the rest of the production crew because Billy is back here as well. So uh, I am just working out stuff that my guest for this episode has already worked out. Uh, let's keep cruising with the episode, guys. I want to make sure that we got plenty of time for our guest when he comes on. Keep posting your cigar comments and questions. I am smoking the Alec Bradley, Alec and Bradley Blind Faith. Uh, fantastic medium, to medium plus strength cigar that goes absolutely stellar with some uh, whiskeys and bourbons. And we are going to be doing a pairing with the pros a little bit later on with our guest, who is also a pro at pairing. So that's really good news right there. Uh, let's jump into the cigars daily nation pick of the week and this one i pulled off of the uh off the grams from the hashtag cigars daily nation take a look at this right here look at that can you guys believe that i didn't even show these guys this during rehearsal look at that picture how did that guy's lips not catch on fire now i wanted to catch a picture that was that first of all showed an amazing pairing and i have no idea what cigar that is okay there's no discernible way to tell he says now that's nubbing it and this is from cigar dagger he's pairing with a woodford reserve double oak cast whatever you know they've all got 10 million things on the label now that tell you what they are bob's package store okay great uh but just to let you guys know the cigar dagger that he's holding uh he does make these and there is a website cigar dagger where you you he does all of this stuff it's crazy you can learn more about this guy it's an incredible incredible uh thing that he does so i just wanted to show that to you guys and an amazing cigar what an incredible ash how did he keep the ash together i have so many questions all right Let's keep cruising and get another comment. Right? Yeah. This one's from Facebook from Louis Napier. 
I'm just going to go ahead and say Napier, like a French. Uh, hey, guys, really enjoy your videos and all the helpful info. Uh, a real newbie in the cigar world. My question is, what is the biggest mistake that you see new cigar smokers make when buying new cigars, trying to develop uh, the taste profile they prefer? Okay, that's actually we leave that one up for a minute, Billy. That's a that's a really really good question. Uh, so there's a few things that I would say would hit you right up front if you're just getting into cigars. Things that I see cause people to veer off the path of finding something great, uh, and I'll and I'll try to outline them as briefly as I can. Number one falling on the hype. If you follow the hype, then you're not always going to get the best thing. And that's the truth. Like cigars will hit the market and it, people really look forward to it because some hoity toit big wig cigar guy blended it or something like that. And then it comes out and you can't find them forever because everyone wants them. And people just assume that it's great. And it's not necessarily the best thing for you. So don't necessarily follow the hype. Top 25 lists, people fall into hype with top 25 lists, but it's a great way to get to know new brands. And then I would say this, just keep your keep your blinders as wide open as you can. Try as many different things as you can. Start by looking into different wrapper types. If you tried some Connecticut Shade cigars and you really like them, that's awesome. Keep smoking them, but also move on. Try a Sumatra. Try a Cameroon. Uh, try something with a Maduro wrapper. Try something with a Corojo wrapper. You can find videos out there, and we got one on the Cigars Daily channel that shows you all sort of all the different wrapper types that are out there. But I would tell you, sort of look to expand your horizons and then hone in as you go. You're like, I didn't like that Corojo. Maybe try one or two other Corojos before you say, I don't like Corojo wrappers altogether. Just give yourself a, like a wide open space to try different things because that's one of the things cigars offer. It's not like, it's not like a car, right? Like if you're going to go out and get a car, then the first question a car salesman would ask is, what are you going to use the car for? Because if you're using it for work, you might need a truck. If you're going to use it to drive your family around, you might need a minivan. If you're going to use it to go to bathrooms and look for a date, you might need an 18-wheeler like Phil has now. I, but if if you're if it's cigars, this is really just about your preference. This is about like what you want and what's really good for you. And really, you're going to let your taste buds guide the way. So expose them to as many different things as you can. I hope that that's at least a little bit helpful. Yeah, right? Phil's holding up his PBR to his date's lips right now. He said, I'm not drinking a PBR and driving in a truck right now. It's all right. We won't tell anybody. Uh, all right. What's the next comment right here? And then we got to jump into the comment craze. Jim Roski says, Chino, CA, enjoying a Grand Habano number five Corojo Maduro along with Screwball. I'm, a, I'm so, so on Screwball. I'm not like crazy about it. No, I don't like it's a. It's a take it or leave. You don't like peanut butter, so it just kind of is what. Eh, not it's not in. Oh, not in your whiskey. I don't know. I can take it or leave it. It's not like sensational to me, and it doesn't turn me off. I would say that. All right, give me one or two more of these, and we got to jump into the comment craze. This one's from Earl Calendar. Ooh, that one's easy to read. Does nicotine differ in different types of leaves? Uh, I'll say this: No, it doesn't differ in different types of leaves the same way that caffeine doesn't really differ in different types of coffee beans. And there are a lot of coffee beans out there, probably different levels of it you're going to find. And I know there's, there's different types of leaves that they use for like cigarette tobacco than they're going to use for premium cigars. So when you look at premium cigars, you're talking about dark air cured tobacco. That is the Literally, when, when I worked with American Viking and did all the FDA ingredient filings for American Viking cigars, they, they asked for me to list the ingredients that are in the cigars. I list two ingredients. 
because that's what's in every premium cigar. Dark air cured tobacco. And the other one is, I think it's called Burmacol. It's the cigar glue that they use to paste the thing together at the cap. And that's all there is. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, is it? Oh yeah, I see who that. Is. Oh my gosh, yes, you're right. Put it up there. Sarah's on, so she has been on forever trying to get like people to realize this. She says, "Surgeon General warning: smoking, uh, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale." Surgeon General warning: cigars are made a safe alternative to cigarettes. Thank you very much, Sarah. That's written on everything that we buy. <laughs> and truly, she's been on trying to get some press for a long time. There you go, Sarah. Congratulations. You made a splash in the cigar world. Wow, that was so nice. We were literally talking in rehearsal about the fact that we hadn't seen her in forever. That's who we were telling Jeremy is our like the one person who comes on and talks talks up on our on our comments. And she's not even a hater. She just like preaches like, you know, think about it. I respect it. All right, what's the next one? Let's get one more and we get the comment craze. Heinze says, uh, I'm having a Swisher Sweet Diamond and a Bush Light because it's pouring down rain. There's no reason to have that pairing. No, it could be raining fire and you shouldn't pair those things together or have the, either of them separately. I respect it, but my gosh, I don't respect it. That's good for you. And wherever it's pouring down rain, I hope you're having a blast. I wish it was pouring down rain right here. All right. I want to get plenty of time with our guests tonight and get you guys a chance to ask questions to Jeremy Sires and get some good pairings going too, because I've got myself some really nice Irish whiskey here. And that's what I want to break into in just a moment. So let's jump into the comment craze. I think, Ben, I just need to make the graphics smaller and stay in the middle. That's what I'm going to do, okay? Anytime we have a video guest, I'm just going to make the dang graphics smaller. Okay, guys, every single week I put a comment question up. I'm going to ask you to answer this in the comments down below. Drop a comment whether you're watching on Facebook or watching on YouTube or watching on Cigars Daily Plus. And while you're doing that, check the description for a lineup of cigars that includes what we've got tonight. And uh, you'll learn a ton about a bunch of great cigars. And I'll tell you, you're not going to want to miss out on these six right here. I think you'll find out that $24 off will blow your mind. Okay, uh, let's keep cruising. So Here's the comment craze question. Lots going on in the world right now, uh, specifically with celebrities. There's a lot of celebrities uh, who are really at the forefront of news right now. And I think that everybody kind of needs some time off, time to kick back and cool their jets, maybe. I mean, people just get hate thrown at them all the time, and that can be really hard. And so I'm going to ask for your guys' help with that. We're going to prepare a cigar dinner for some celebrities, and that dinner is going to include a prepare, a pairing, a cigar and beverage pairing. We're going to ask for your help with that. Here's the comment, Craze. Drop a question to answer this. You are tasked with uh, selecting a cigar and beverage pairing for a celebrity dinner. The guests are Dave Chappelle, Alec Baldwin, John Gruden, and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> what's the pairing? <laughs> and bonus extra credit, what's the topic of conversation? <laughs> Let's read it again. You are tasked with selecting a cigar and a beverage pairing for a celebrity dinner. The guests are Dave Chappelle, Alec Baldwin, John Gruden, uh, the Raiders coach, and Hillary Clinton. Uh, what's the pairing? And for bonus credit, what is the topic of conversation? You get to select that as well. Billy's got something that immediately came to mind. Shout it, Billy. <laughs> he clears his throat. <laughs> We're going to be doing the Garrison 556. Garrison, a warfighter Garrison 556. Yes. And then we're going to do the bullet bourbon. Bullet. <laughs> okay. All right. I didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't get on that one. Bullet bourbon and the warfighter Garrison 556. 
Too soon? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you selected the warfighter for Hillary. Okay. What's uh what's coming up in the comments down here? Billy, get those, buddy. Get them. I this is I'm so excited about this comment craze right now. I've been so excited about this one for a while. All right, what is it? First one's from Drew. He says, no pairing, just one question. <laughs> Why are these four interested in having dinner with each other? The, the circumstances of the dinner are not important. The fact is they're there sitting together happily and you just have to select a pairing for them. Who cares why they're all hanging out together? All right, what's the next one? That's a good question. Though. Uh, Hillary can get a bush light mixed with a screwball and some Swisher sweets. And Cameron has nothing for everybody else. He just picked a hate pairing for Hillary. And, and just, I'm going to say this respect. That's a respectful hate pairing, by the way, that is like, I don't like you. So smoke this and drink this. What's the next one? Billy needs some time to sift through these. Uh, I'm, and truly I'm trying to, yeah, I see some Benghazi's in the comments. <laughs> I was on the fence about putting Hillary in there. All right. Anne Malia Boucher says, uh, I hope I got your name right. Leather Rose and coffee with whiskey. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. That's a good one. The next one is Man of War and Bloody Marys. <laughs> and David is just serving them out like this. Yes. Take and smoke and drink. All right. What's the next one? Oh, my gosh. This one's got me all flushed. Uh, next comment right here. Billy is sifting through your stuff to see what will not get us canceled off the Internet right now sort of my fault for writing the questions. Brandon says, probably a duchy uh, with that wacky tobacco and some white lightning while they discuss who's got bigger junk. <laughs> Do we have white? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is what, did you think white lightning was just a UK thing? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. No. Yeah. The white lightning here. All right. Yeah. I, I hope so. This next one's from Joseph. He says, <laughs> Okay, you can't single people out. To you can't pick people you like. You can only pick one pairing for all of them. But you've got Opus X for everybody else. Okay, that's fair. Hemlock. <laughs> you can't just poison people. All right, uh, Rocky and Jack D from uh, Robert. All right, that's fair. I take. I respect that. That's a good pairing. Man, people are people are really going after the Benghazi as a topic of uh, topic of conversation for these people, and I and I love that conversation because you've got you've got Dave Chappelle and Alec Baldwin, and John Gruden all sitting there, and you're like, hey guys, let's talk about Benghazi, let's go, and then Hillary's just like, I don't like this dinner. <laughs> all right, let's give me another one. This one's from Eric Bell, Warhead and Moonshine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Warhead is a good one. Moonshine's a fantastic one. Ashhole Cigar Den says, Stolen Crown by Cody Road. Respect for that. Buffalo Trace uh, with Buffalo Trace. And Tobacco and White Claw and nothing. <laughs> so hold on a sec. He's going through and doing an individual pairing for each one. That's fine. He's going he's gonna to cater a pairing for each one. So Stolen Crown and uh, Cody Road. That one is going to be for Dave Chappelle. Buffalo Trace with Buffalo Trace. That's going to be for Alec. Uh, Tobacco and White Claw. That's for our Raiders coach. And nothing. <laughs> and nothing for Hillary. Not loved on this show. My goodness. Okay. Give me one more and then we're going to bring our guest on for this episode. 
Uh, this last one is topic of conversation, foot in mouth disease from D Temple on YouTube. I love that. That's fantastic. Well, guys, I want to know what the answer to this question is going to look like from our guest tonight. Uh, he has his own YouTube channel of his own namesake. In fact, has a second YouTube channel, by the way, with cigar reviews with ridiculous numbers of views on them. Uh, this guy has an epic beard and has a skill not only for cinematography, but for smoking cigars, drinking whiskey, and cussing in an amazing fashion. Uh, one of my personal heroes in the YouTube world. Please drop a comment, say hello, and ask a question to Jeremy Sires. Hey! How are you doing, man? Dude, that intro... It's going to make me blush. I don't think I can live up to that, bro. You're pumping me up way too much. <laughs> very kind, oh, no. very kind words. Dude, this is, it's my privilege, man. And, and look, kick it off with this. So you got the dinner. Bring the comment craze up because I don't want to forget who the celebrities are. And, and arguably, here's the problem. Here's the problem with that. Yeah. I couldn't do a pairing for all of them because I think Hillary Clinton is a complete piece of garbage. So like, right. I wouldn't do the mean stuff to the other people that I would to her. Like for her, I feel like she needs like a bar mat shot. You know what a bar mat shot is? <laughs> no, it's a bar mat shot. That's like at the end of the night, you take the bar mat after you've been pouring all the drinks and the leftovers and you pour the shit out of the bar mat into a cup. <laughs> That's what that biatch gets. And then, um, maybe like a Marlboro red, like, I don't know, like a Swisher sweet white owl. Like she deserves garbage. I hate that shit completely. The rest of them though, like Dave should, Hey, one of the cigars we're talking about tonight, Mad Mofo. I the think Mad he, Mofo. Like, he's definitely he's a big a fan of right now. cussing and all that yeah. stuff. I think that could be a good cigar. Um, Alec Baldwin. I, I know there's the obvious joke about like doing shots with Alec Baldwin and you know, all the stuff, <laughs> bullet bourbon stuff like that. You know, but uh, yeah, we heard the bullet bourbon. Billy caught on to that one. And and just to be clear, we talked about it in rehearsal. Nobody said doing shots. Nobody said shots with Alec no? Baldwin. I was surprised. I figured that, that, that was. I figured somebody jump on that immediately. But I feel like Alec Baldwin yeah. though is kind of like a little bit of a bougier guy. Like I feel like he would be like a McAllen and a Davidoff kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And probably needs it right about now. Right. I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. I, I just heard a little bit of the story. From what I understand, it wasn't his fault, right? They like handed him a, a loaded weapon on set by accident well, or something. Or all right, well, so Ben and I were talking about this before the show. Let's go ahead. Let's just talk about it for a second. It's a cigar show. We we'll talk about this. Okay. Uh, we can take the comment craze down now. I, I'll say this, and Ben talked to me about it before. Yes. So there was a huge walk off on the set. A bunch of people walked off. They had to bring in people. I guess last minute. I don't really know. Now there's a story coming out about this uh, prop person who you know, made a statement that she felt unqualified. And then Alec Baldwin even asked the question, why am I being handed a hot gun right now? All of that happened before he got handed the gun. Here's what I, here's what I have to say. Any, any, like any real, like into the guns guy is going to tell you the same thing. Once uh -huh. a gun is in your hands, you're responsible for what happens with it. It's loaded. And there's four basic rules, right? The gun is always loaded. You yep. keep your finger off the trigger. So you're going to shoot it. You never yep. point it at anything. You're not willing to destroy it. And you always yep. mind what's beyond your target. If you do those things, no you're good. gun can ever be dangerous. Right. Well, so for sure. Know, but the problem it, is most of those people in, in LA and Hollywood, they're all anti-gun, so most of them don't know anything about guns, so they have no idea how to handle a firearm safely. So, you know, I ignorance. Also, and, and But ignorance, but at the same time, when you've made a career 
out of making movies where you routinely have a gun and point them at people like wouldn't you at some point take a class on guns especially if those guns are capable of firing around okay well i also find that amusing that a lot of people in hollywood that are the most anti-gun people are in some of the most violent movies out there where there's guns and they're killing hundreds <laughs> of people and i'm like that's right you, you you're saying you're anti-gun but you're you just used a freaking yeah. machine gun and mowed down 150 people in the last movie you were in yeah. so I don't know, man. Maybe they're like, you get your shit they're like, I don't know. <laughs> they're like now a gun PSA from the cast of The mm -hmm. Departed. Like it's just yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Let's grab a couple of comments from people who are watching right now before I steer us way too far off the tracks. This one's from Vahe. That's how I'm going to say your name. Uh, the best pairing there is uh, Tim Swanson and Jeremy Sires. What a show! Uh, this should go live on national television. Well, thank ah, you much so appreciation, much. brother. I appreciate you. That's fantastic. So you, you're lighting up the you're lighting up the Mad Mofo tonight. I am. I've been pre gaming with a uh, Roma craft with some Ro Cromag, Cromagnet, and then I got a little Old Forester. Uh, it's a single barrel store pick that I, I have uh, from a local liquor store. That's just delicious. It's a lower proof, so I like to kind of pre game with a little lower proof whiskey, and then when I pair the Mad Mofo, I think I'm going to pair it up with a little Blue Run. I haven't right, paired well, it with that yet. In I want to get into that with you. I want to have you light up that mad mofo if you're ready to. Yeah, man. And I want to get up. into a, a seg. This is a segment we do on the show often, but I wanted to do one with you because Leaf and Barrel is your baby. You created it, mm -hmm. and uh, and truly uh, sensational videos. Uh, Thank you, Leaf and Barrel stuff on your channel, which is Jeremy Sires after hours. Right? I get that right. Yeah, it used okay. to it used to when I first started out, I did them all on my main channel, and then you know, tobacco apocalypse hit YouTube and they started going crazy. So I split it off wow. and put it on its own channel. So it wouldn't affect them because they were demonetizing whole channels over it. And I didn't want my main channel that to happen to. So yeah, all the cigar stuff's on the second channel. And, okay. the, and I do the leaf and barrel on both. I do the whiskey portion on the main channel and the cigar portion on the second channel to try to help people know that that other channel's over there, hoping it could kind of shuttle some people over from the main channel. Um, yep. but yeah. Well, I do want to tell you guys, make sure you check out the lineup for tonight's episode. Uh, right now, uh, what Jeremy's going to be lighting up is the second cigar in the lineup. This is a cigar this that he's reviewed. Here. Yeah, this is right. Caldwell's is Long it? Live the King Mad Mofo. Where is the folk? There it is. It like a good YouTuber. Yeah, there you there. go. The Mad Mofo uh, just brought it in. And uh, I'm so glad that we did because it's such a stellar cigar. And I was glad to see you reviewed it. And I'm going to be pairing uh, the Blind Faith, Alec and Bradley Blind Faith. And Excellent so if you guys want to learn more about this lineup, and uh, please check it out in the description, whether you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or Cigars Daily Plus. Check it out down below. I think you'll be really happy about it. Real quick. Let me ask you. Yes, I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to talk over you, Tim. What is your preferred cutting method? Oh, fingernails. I use really? my fingers. You're the fingernail guy? I get it. So I do that sometimes. I'm not the fingernail guy. Here's what I am. I'm the dude that goes to China once and then uses chopsticks on Chinese food for the rest of my life. So I, <laughs> so, so, in so you 20, went to like Nicaragua and saw all the guys using their fingernail and you're like, that's me. I could, I, I'm that. I could do that. That's authentic, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm authentic. I can do authentic stuff. Dude, it works. And also what works is a pocket knife. You just take a pocket mm -hmm. knife and you kind of hold it like this and you just roll it and lightly score right around the cap. And then it just Absolutely. Poof, pops right off. Absolutely. Yeah. Works really well. Although I will say, 
I do have the deep V cutter and I use it in all my cigar reviews. So if you watch any of the reviews on the channel, this is what I use. This is my go-to. That's what you were just holding. I think, right? Well, I actually have the, is that, that's the normal V, right? I actually got one of these deep V. Oh, you got uh, the, the S S deep V. Yeah. Yeah. The, the straight SV. and deep V cutter. And you know what I like about this? A, it's got a flat cutter on the back, straight cutter. So if you want it, I don't use the straight cutter on it very often, but what I do like, it was a kind of secondary thing is it holds the plug. So because it's got a cutter in the back, when you clip it, instead of it falling out the back and making a mess or you having to do it with the ashtray, yep. it actually catches it in the middle here. And then you can hold it over your ashtray and like that, and it falls out and you don't make a mess. So I don't think they meant you, for that to happen, but it, it's a good yeah. side effect. For everybody who's watching, if you don't see that cutter on Cigars Daily in like two weeks, be surprised. It's it, only because Calibri doesn't have it. I, I've heard so much about that cutter. It's a fantastic cutter. It's great. And it, there's some weight to it because, uh, so I feel like it actually cuts better than the normal V cutter. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I have normal V cutters. I have like three of those. And this is the one I, it, although this is not as pocket friendly as the other one. It's, it's got some, yeah. it's got a little heft to it. So it's not, it's not a travel type situation. But if you get in a fight with your cutter, you just hold it in your fist and then you're ready to go. Right. Just I mean, it's go like to town. A, it's a situation. Just go to, well, it. I want to, I want to talk about some pairings real quick. I'm going to go ahead and slide my beverage aside here, and I'm going to get my uh, my U.S. Border Patrol cut, by the way. Really thankful to John on the U.S. Border Patrol for sending this over to us. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and do a little pairing here. Tell me a little bit, and I want to keep getting everybody's comments, so I'm going to grab one here in just a second. But tell me a little bit about how pairing goes for you, Jeremy. Like when you get into pairing, how do you approach it? Do you do, you do cigar first and then drink, or what's your, what's your deal? You know, it's funny. I've... I've talked about this pairing thing with a lot of people because if, if you look up pairing and, and cigar pairing with whiskey and stuff there's and i think you did you did a really oh by the way let me give you a little quick props on you were giving me all the the, the nice comments i've been watching your videos for probably longer than you've been watching mine because i believe i was watching videos with you before i even did cigar videos so no everybody's got to give tim some props for being the go-to on cigar content for a long time back when you were with your other guy on when you worked for the other company sure i mean you pull up a cigar there's a good chance you're seeing that dude's mug in a video somewhere you've probably reviewed <laughs> more cigars than just about anybody on on youtube so hats thank off you. for you my friend thank you very very much um, i appreciate anyway, you that. did a great video with um the whiskey vault right on pairing yeah. pairing stuff and there's yeah, like Rex the did whole, great there's what? There's like contrasting. There's complementing. What are the different ones? It's complementing, contrasting, complementing, contrasting, and compare. Right. And is there accentuate or is that the same? Or accentuate. As that was the third one. Compliment, contrast, and accentuate. That's got to be it. Yes. Right. I'm always in um, like three C's when I do my stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. I I try to in my head think of things that are going to go together. Right. Like I try to in my head go okay. I've smoked this cigar in the past. I know it's got a lot of chocolate in it. And I know like this whiskey has a lot of chocolate. Maybe the two chocolates will come together and make the ultimate chocolate bomb. So sometimes I look at it in that way, right? Other times I look at it like, well, this cigar has got a lot of pepper and the kind of the spiciness of the cigar, I think might bring out the sweetness in a bourbon or a whiskey because the, the contrasting, right? So I kind of, I try to approach it as scientifically as I can and, and kind of fill it out that way. However, I will say some of the best pairings I've ever put together were complete accidents. I, it mm. wasn't something that I thought out. It was just, I was smoking a cigar. I grabbed a whiskey and it was like freaking magic. And I'm like, 
Oh my God, this is the one. Um, so I don't know, man. I mean, there's, there's something to be said about like trying to analyze it and, and pull out things in the cigar and the whiskey that you know about and put something together that makes sense. But there also something just to smoking a lot of cigars, drinking a lot of whiskey and just running into some outstanding pairings. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that was exactly what I did tonight because I was grabbing stuff. And go ahead and fill your cup if you need to and mm. get yourself going on the pairing. And Billy, I want to grab some comments. Let's catch up with the newest comments that people are posting here. Uh, I want to get them. Yeah, you want to ask this? Yeah, Billy. I think that someone asked a comment that Billy also wants to know the answer to. Can you ask what that knife is? <laughs> can you please ask what the knife Yeah, your knife. Your mm. knife looks like the Todd Sweeney knife. So uh, can we? Uh... Yep. I can't show you the other side. Well, I can. This is a, it's a custom knife. It's got my logo on it that I've been working with, with uh, Red Horse Knife Works. This is, I think, like the sixth prototype. <laughs> We've kept doing different models until we're happy with where I'm at. I'm pretty happy with this one. We've made a couple more tweaks, but it's Red Horse Knife Works. They make this knife, um, but it looks a little different. And I wanted one without the, normally there's holes in the blade right here that I wasn't crazy fancy. But I thought it looked a little too, and uh, he usually does carbon fiber scales, but everybody who watches me knows I'm a big fan of anything that patinas. So I got him to make me mm -hmm. one with brass scales. Um, and that's what we've been working on. So yeah, it's Red Horse Knife Works. Uh, it's Gosh, dirty right now. I've actually been using See, I use my knives. See all this shit on, uh, stuff. Sorry, I'm trying not to cuss, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I, I apologize. Um, <laughs> I uh, do use my knives. But yeah, this will be dropping at some point. It's going it's, it's to, a, it's a doozy, man. It's a good one. All right. Let's grab some comments. Really get them. This one's from Asshole Cigar Den. Yeah, there you go. We is that Blue Run is what you're pairing tonight. Okay. That's what I'm pairing with tonight. Asshole says, I'm opening my first cigar lounge because of Tim and Cigars Daily. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. Since, since Jeremy's cussing, I'm gonna say it too. Holy shit. That's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> I tried exactly, not to, Tim. I'm sorry I slipped. No, you're fine, man. Dude, I've watched enough of your videos. I know what to expect from you, brother. And I don't, <laughs> I don't regret it one bit. I that's so cool. So Jeremy, in the time we've started Cigars Daily, we've gotten to help cigar shops open probably six of them in one way or another. Some of them, we help them start their LLC, just get their paperwork filed. Some of them, we help them with cigar selection or like That's who great. to go use for stuff for like processing. It's so cool to see people get to follow their passion and to get to be a part of that. I'm sure you it get is. messages and stuff from people who want to like start YouTube channels and yep. get into all the amazing stuff that you're into. Mm -hmm. Do you get that from time to time? I do. I do. And it, it always... That kind of stuff always it's a it makes you feel good in a different kind of way, right? Anytime somebody says they love your content or whatever, it makes you feel good. You're happy, you're proud, and all that stuff. And you're like, oh, that's great. But um, when you hear that you actually inspired somebody to do something with their life, right? That's even better, right? So that's like a very high level of uh, satisfaction when you hear that you inspired oh, somebody yeah. to do something like that. So I love to hear that kind of stuff. Okay, uh, I want to keep grabbing your guys' comments and questions, but I do want to tell you, check out the lineup for tonight's episode. The cigars that we are smoking right now uh, are in that lineup. I've got the Alec and Bradley Blind Faith. It's the fourth <laughs> one over there. And then you're smoking the Mad Mofo. I'm sorry I'm laughing at Corey, uh, fellow Hauser. He says, Blue Run, not so subtle flex. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry, but I've been wanting to pair that particular uh, whiskey with, 
one of these cigars for a while and this was like the perfect opportunity so i apologize that is a bit of a dick flex i did it again <laughs> I, said, I meant dick as in like a name i meant it as the name like a person named What's richard name? it's short for so richard. here's why here's why here's why jeremy is worried about his cussing right now because we talked about this in rehearsal and i told him i was like yeah we usually keep the show like pg-13 uh right. which is which by the way is only recently no longer a guideline thing on youtube they very recently were like, yeah, we're just going to ease up on the language stuff. We're going to just keep holding everything else, you know, the way we've held it for before. But authentically, YouTube doesn't really have a problem with it anymore. So for us, we just want to make sure that it's okay for everyone if kids are running through the room. Right. You don't want somebody like, it's still, it's fairly early. Well, I don't know. It's, see, it's 940 here. I mean, so most it's 940 most the there. If the kids aren't in bed on that side of the country, then, you know, you got to ask them. It's a school night. They're in bed. They're, they're <laughs> done. Plus they have me as like, a dad. So my kids, they're used to it. Like they're like, Hell they don't yeah. pay any attention to it as are mine. I will tell you guys, check out this lineup. There's a link in the description below. I think you'd be impressed when you look at it. Okay. Let's get another comment for us, Jeremy. This one says it's to both of you from Davis Ebert. He says, what is the most memorable story where you had to drop your cigar and run? What was the situation? That never happened. Yeah. It's never I, I happened. I don't me. drop a cigar for anything. I also don't, I don't go to places where I can't smoke a cigar. <laughs> no, I don't know I where he's going. I, I I can't think of a time when I've ever had to like drop my cigar and, and, and ditch. I normally, I mean, I smoke in my truck. So if I had to leave somewhere suddenly, I would, I would still take my cigar. Um, yeah. I'm with Tim. I usually don't go to places and light a cigar unless it's a place that's, you know, cigar friendly. Um, yeah, I I'm trying to think of anywhere there could be, and I, and you know here's my issue because I spend all my all day at the shop, and there have been plenty of things at the shop where I have to get up and run and go do something, but I get to take my cigar with me, but right. I don't because I set it down and then I forget where I put it, which is exactly <laughs> how I do it every time, every single day. The staff around here, somebody picks up the cigar and they're like, Tim, your cigar, it's right here because there's a half lit cigar somewhere. Well, I do that in dangerous places like the edge of a box. Right. Like I'll be in my garage doing something and I'll set it down on like the edge of a box and I'll walk off to do something. And I'll be like, where in the hell did I leave that cigar? And I'm like, Oh, the corner of the cardboard box that can catch on fire. That's a good place yep. to leave it. Dumbass. <laughs> I, I've done that before. I've said, I'll set it down. And then I'm like, Oh, you know what? That's actually not a good idea. And then I feel really <laughs> proud of myself because I accomplished something as an adult. Mm -hmm. All right. I got a comment coming to you from party bottle says, Jeremy, what is your favorite smoke out of the six pack sampler? Okay. Pull it back up. Thank you for asking that. Um, so you got six cigars here. You've had all six of these that's a tough one man because they're they're all pretty good see i i when people ask me this kind of stuff i always i always feel like i'm i'm doing like the easy out by saying it depends on my mood but it kind of uh, does that right? is a really nice easy out and i use it all the time <laughs> well because it does right because like that new world is a great cigar i smoke it all the time in the morning i would never smoke that with whiskey or in the afternoon though for me that's a morning cigar with coffee Right. So in the morning, that might be where I would go. Right. Um, the Camacho, really good. The Mad Mofo, excellent. Um, even though I really love that uh, Jose Mendez uh, H. Upman, the other ones in the pack, I would probably say I like more than that cigar, even though I do really enjoy that cigar. Um, Alec Bradley Blind Faith, it's one of my go tos. I always get some of those. And then, Dude, of course, I Alec and Bradley end. are slaying it. Alec and Bradley have been killing it with their cigars. All the blends. The Kintsugi. You've had the Kintsugi, Kintsugi, right? It's awesome. Yes, I Dude, love the it's Kintsugi. Such a good cigar. It's such a good cigar. Yeah. Um, but if I had to be held down, 
I'd probably say the Camacho. Maybe the Mad Mad Mofo. One of those two, probably. If you had to hold me down. Right. But like I said, I depending on when you ask me that and the time of day, I could easily pick any of those cigars. Well, the Mad Mofo, the Mad Mofo has got to be among my favorite cigars from Caldwell. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it just has some of the best presence and uh, uh, I think strength of any of the cigars that he's put out. But I'll tell all you guys watching, check the link in the description for more info about all these cigars. You'll be impressed when you look at it. Um, well, the Mad okay. Mofo has got a, it's a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, if I'm remembering correctly, right? I believe it is. I believe it is. And I'm a big fan of Mexican San Andreas. I'm also a big fan of Connecticut Broadleaf. So, you know, I'm kind of a sucker yeah. for those cigars. You know, Connecticut Broadleaf, Mexican San Andreas, and usually you find them together. Mm-hmm. Usually it's a it's a Broadleaf wrapper over a Mexican San Andreas binder for cigars that has so much to do with the combustion rate of the leaf, right? If your wrapper is this thick, leathery Broadleaf, you <laughs> need super. a thick, leathery binder underneath. Otherwise, it won't burn right. So, right. yeah, those two kind of go hand in hand, but they're either of them great on their own. You know, and and I was watching before I came on and, and, you know, somebody was asking about beginner mistakes. And I think one of the things that I think a lot of beginner are wrong about or the assumption they make that is completely incorrect is that dark wrapper cigars are stronger. And that's not always the case. Sometimes you get a nice Connecticut broadleaf. It's really sweet and kind of pleasant. It's not harsh or bitter or anything weird like that. And I think what you said is it was a great thing is that everybody immediately goes to Connecticut, like a Connecticut shade, right? That everybody wants to light wrappers when they're new to cigars. And I don't think that's necessarily the thing to do. Try a little bit of everything, man. A lot of times the darker wrapper cigars are very, very nice. Sorry. I'm just uh, sending a, Sending a text. Well, oh, and I'll keep talking. Text. I, 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 a, te- I a text talker, that has man. to do with the show. I'm sending a text that has to do with the show. I want to grab another comment for you. I'm sorry about that, but I want to ask you really quick first. Yeah. Tell me about your pairing. And by the way, we said we could do this. Cheers, by oh, the yeah. way. It's which we side can do is this it? right now. Cheers. This side. Cheers. Tink. There it is. Yeah, that's side. Tink. There you Tink. go. Oh, look at that. <laughs> this is okay. Do so you guys know how exciting this is for me? This is the first time I've had a guest on the show who like gets the audio video lighting all the stuff like every time we do this with cigar people half the cigar people we have on the show their phone is like this and i'm looking at the ceiling behind their head before the show so it's like well, they're, using they're, using they're using their iphone they're using their iphone so it looks, and they're like it's got, 30, it's got 30 percent battery that should be fine right yeah right you need to plug it in right? yeah all right next so comment is coming you your cigars. way i could hand you this that's right here you go i'll <laughs> hand you mine and you hand me yours <laughs> Uh, this one's from Lee Jackman. Jeremy, how do you keep your truck from smelling like an ashtray after smoking in it? I embrace it. I love the smell. No, just kidding. Honestly, <laughs> I do somewhat embrace it. I had a um, ozone generator. You know what ozone? Have you heard of ozone generators, yeah. Tim? We have one in the shop here. We use it at night. And I used to run it in my cigar room that I'm in um, about a couple times a week. To, to like totally annihilate any leftover cigar smell. And if nobody is aware of ozone generators, if you're trying to get rid of cigar smell, it's one of the best things in the world. It absolutely, it is gone, like gone. Um, but then I, I found that, I don't know, cigar smoke doesn't smell like cigarette smoke, right? Like this room over time with smoking cigars, it's got a very sweet ta- tobacco smell to it. It doesn't smell yep. stale and bitter and weird like cigarette smoke does. Um, so I don't do it in my cigar room. In my truck, I have all leather seats, which helps. 
because there's not a lot of soft things for you know, smoke to soak into. I also only smoke cigars in my truck when I can keep the windows down to keep the smoke out. And I keep it clean. I mean, I wipe everything down. Make sure you clean the inside of your windows because anything smoke can stick to is going to give it that smoky smell. So just wipe sure. your dashboard off, wipe your seats off, wipe your inside of your windows down, and then hit it with a little air freshener. And I don't have a problem with it smelling. And my wife is, she's got a nose for that stuff, and she'll she'll be like, "This this stinks. You need to fix it." So and there's you keep it clean. There's one other thing. There's one other thing you can do, and I recommend this for anybody who's going to be smoking in their vehicle. There's a mm -hmm. little button that's usually on your vehicle for oh, your AC. Yeah. It's got a picture of your car with like a little circular arrow on it. That's recirculating air. Turn yep. that off. Make yep. your car it, it make your car pull in new air and kick out the old air, and that really yep. helps a lot. Do not have it on recirculate because the only time I will put it on recirculate is after when I've cleaned everything. I'll put it on recirculate and I'll spray some air freshener down by the intake so yep, that it's actually yep. pulling air freshener in and putting it through the vents. Um, but yeah, I 95% of the time mine is on vent, not on recirculate because you recirculate this through and you're not going to get that out very easily. That's a good tip. Good tip, Tim. Good tip. Solid, right. solid tip, Tim. Thank you. Next comment right here coming from Stoke and Stogie says, what's the best way to develop your palate and pick up a lot of the flavor notes? How did you go about that when you got into this stuff and you wanted to taste and taste more of it? You were already into whiskey and bourbon. You liked cigars before, but how did you grow in your stuff? I, I've always smoked a lot of cigars. I've smoked cigars since I was probably 20 or, or so. So I probably smoked cigars for 20 years or, or, or longer. Back in the day when you used yeah, to be able to smoke at 20? Right. And um, yeah, you used to be able to smoke at 18. Is it different? It's 21 now, isn't it? It's 21 now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Cause I actually remember I had a couple people that subscribed to my channel that were 18 when it changed and they were complaining that they turned 18 and then they could smoke and then it changed and they couldn't smoke anymore. And they were super bummed we, out. And we just, we just hit the point by the way. And I had a guy come in the shop. We just hit the point where people who were 18 when that was passed have started turning 21. Oh, so they're fine. And, and so it. guys, Guys who were able to smoke on their 18th birthday and then smoking got outlawed for them are now starting to be able to smoke again, you know, years later. So how anyway. and look, I get what they're trying to do, right? They're just trying to do what they think is best for people's health. But how are you allowed to go and die for your country at 18, but you're not allowed to have a cigar? It's about one thing, dude. It's about it's about you can't outlaw this, right? We discovered with prohibition that you can't just outlaw uh, something that's a vice. And right. so what you do is you make it impractical, make it harder to do, tax it, regulate it, make it so that it doesn't make sense. That's why in, there's states in, in America where in order to carry a gun from one room of your house to the other, you have to disassemble it and get a note from the city or whatever the hell you got to do. I live in Florida, man. It's the wild West here, bro. So we don't, we don't have any of that shit. Um, yeah, but, buddy. Uh, but, but yeah, dude, like if you're 18, if, my thing has always been, if you can die for your country, you should be able to do anything else you want, which includes have a glass of whiskey and a cigar. That that's just my personal opinion. Um, yeah. but what was the question though? I got off growing your palate. Yeah. Growing your um, palate. How did you learn to develop your taste? You know, I, I, one, I think comparing helps a lot, right? Like sometimes if you smoke a cigar, you may not notice the notes as much, but then if you smoke a different cigar, and compare the two, it can help you find stuff because you're going, oh, I didn't think I tasted the woodiness in this, but next to this, this one's really woody. You know what I mean? So sometimes having stuff for comparison, but just sitting down with no distractions in a journal and trying to pull out the flavor notes, maybe pulling up a review that somebody's done and smoking it, seeing if you can get the notes that they're getting and be honest about it and write down what you're getting. Um, 
I found that that's huge, hugely helpful just to journal. I journal all my cigars that I smoke. Um, and you'll find that you start pulling stuff out as you go. And then, like I said, the whole comparison thing really helps too. How about you? I, uh, for me, that's what it is. I'm also sending out another text here. For me, that's exactly what it is. I, you know, I smoke cigars side by side for a long time. I, you know, I would just smoke one and then smoke another next to it and, and then say, this one is more creamy while this right. one is a little drier or, you know, this one has got like almost what tastes like chocolate when this one doesn't have that. Even if you can just come out with that, it's really good. And Which, just getting a hold of... Yeah, go ahead. Which which by itself, it's hard to do sometimes, right? So you're smoking it and you're like, hmm. But then when you smoke it with another one, you're like, oh yeah, this is creamier. Okay, that's what they're talking about when they say creamy. Yeah. And then once you Straight develop up. that mental connection with this is what creamy tastes like, then I think that isn't as important uh, after you've developed your palate. But when you're doing it, I think that's hugely important. There's another stellar way to go about it. And it's what we're doing right now. And that's a pairing. Grab a good cigar and get a good drink with it and see how the flavor changes because it can bring out something new in the cigar. So you got that pairing right there with your major flex. Uh, go ahead and tell us what are you getting out of the cigar and getting out of the drink and show us what you're drinking again too. So everybody yeah, people, sees people are, that, was so that was so funny that he said that. It's, uh, <laughs> it's called Blue Run 14. It is, you know, it's funny. I would have never found this. I, I went up and visited some family up in Kentucky not too long ago and went to probably 10 different stores even in Kentucky before I found one bottle of this stuff. It's really hard to find. Um, but it's a 14-year bourbon called Blue Run that's kind of, there's been a lot of kind of press about it lately because it just dropped here not too long ago. It's, it's pretty hard to find. It's not that cheap. It's fairly expensive. Um, but it's it's really good. It's 100, I think it's 100 proof or 100 and... 50, 56, uh, ABV. So what's that? 112. Um, and that's like looks my from behind the camera over that. that. That's my happy zone is about like 105 to 115. Like that proof yeah. is like perfect, right? Cause it's, it's yeah. strong enough that it's nice and dense. And usually it's got some oils and some viscosity to it. It's not too watery, but it's not crazy barrel proof, 130 burn your tongue off kind of stuff. Um, so it's, it's really good stuff though. I love it. It's a lot of people say it's overpriced, but it's, it's really good. How does that go with the, with the mad mofo that you're smoking? Mm. Mm. Now he's got mm -hmm. a taste. This is how it's done. By the way, take a good look. You got to swish it around. <laughs> I annoy people with that, but I have to <laughs> see that there's a, I do the cigar sandwich too. You do puff a cigar. I'm going to do it too. A little puff of cigar, a little sip of whiskey. I'm going to do that too. Puff of cigar, cigar sandwich. Mm. Mm. That's so good. It's whiskey, yeah. man, whiskey and cigars were meant to be. I've said this in all my videos, and I'm sure people are tired of me saying this, but they are meant to be together whiskey and cigars and coffee and cigars they're meant to live in the same area yeah if you're not if you're not smoking cigars with those two beverages you're you're doing yourself a disservice straight um, up i had a little cigar gasm there for a second so i wasn't paying enough attention <laughs> to the note i was almost had an o face so i need to go back and try that one more time i tell you right now this whiskey it's got a great balance in the fact that it's it's got some really nice sweetness on the front, but it finishes with a nice amount of oak. 
So there's a little bit of that tannic oaky stuff on the back end, but it's a sweet oak. There's a little bit of that bitter, a little bit, but it's mostly sweet. But the front of this is just a very brown sugar. I, sometimes I say maple, but I get that's not really quite right. It's more of a brown sugar honey kind of flavor, like a dark sweet. It's it's really good. And when you smoke it with a cigar or drink it with a cigar, I think what it does, just because I'm trying to remember when I'm smoking before I started drinking, and I've said this in videos, I find that it rounds off the edges on everything, right? So yeah. usually the cigar is a little sweeter with the whiskey, and usually the whiskey is a little sweeter with the cigar, and any of the like rough edges on the cigar, the whiskey, are kind of polished off a little bit. So everything's just a little smoother, a little sweeter, a little nicer. A lot of times with San Andreas and or Connecticut Broadleaf, if you're having a problem tasting the chocolate, I find that a lot of whiskeys will bring that chocolate out more for you. See, not all this, I'm getting, I'm getting Go something ahead. a little different, and but it's very similar thing here because I picked Red Breast for a very similar reason. So Red Breast to me has got this nice punchiness to it. Mm -hmm. And so does the Blind Faith has this really nice punchiness. And that so I wanted to pair those two together. Point. Oh yeah, but what I'm getting out of it is that is that the blind faith brings out this vanilla in the red breast that's really nice. It's like a, not almost creamy, but a really nice vanilla that just absolutely catches this pairing in a great way. And I think let me try one more time. Go for it. Do the sandwich. I'm gonna do it too. I'm getting a little more. And I don't get this in cigars often, but occasionally I do. I'm getting a little bit more of almost like a berry note in this mad mofo with this whiskey for some reason. Mm. Like a, it's like a there sweet. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, and you don't get it in cigars often. Um, and I've heard people say certain different cigars having berry notes, and I have a hard time finding that berry in cigars most of the time. But I find with whiskey. Sometimes it helps pull out those sweeter, more nuanced kind of things. Hell yeah, absolutely. But well, yeah, the honey comments. You said you yeah. got we're getting honey in that. Is that what you said? I was getting vanilla. Vanilla is vanilla. what's coming out of this for me. Red breast usually has a lot of vanilla in it. So I'm sure that cigar in red breast punches that vanilla through the roof. It's fantastic. It's, it's fantastic, great. and I'm loving it. it All right, really I got another is, comment yeah. coming up here for us. Guys, keep dropping your comments. In just a few minutes, though, we are going to go to the after party. This is where we can pull off the gloves, get out from it in front of the eye, prying eye of big tech and social media companies that want to you know, censor what we do and judge us. So jump over to CigarsDailyPlus.com where we will do more of this episode. We'll soon end it on YouTube and Facebook. This one's from Mac Frank. says, D and Jeremy, it says, uh, I just lit up a Man of War Armada, which is a great cigar. Uh, it's tighter than you know what. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, and I don't have a draw tool. Should I ditch it and light up a new stick? What do you do, man? Because you don't have limitless cigars at your fingertips. I, I feel like I do. I don't, but I do. I can anytime I want. If you got a tight draw, what do you do? It depends on the cigar. If it's a relatively cheap cigar, then a lot of times... I'll, I usually at least try to draw tool it. Usually we'll at least give it a, a run or two. Um, yeah. Sometimes you can just roll it. You ever found that just rolling it between your fingers it's, lightly? Especially if you roll it between your fingers and, and roll it right where the band is, just like Jeremy's that's, doing right now. That's usually that's where, where those you knots get them. are. Another reason why I often use V-cut 
because a lot of times that knot is right down here and that V cut blows right through it. And I found that you, you generally don't have as many draw issues with when you specifically the Calibri deep V I've seen some V cuts that like barely score the damn cigar, but that deep V takes a chunk out of the end of it. And a lot of times it'll, it'll clear out that plug at the end, but yeah, right here do you, at the end is normally where, and if you roll it a little bit, especially after you try to smoke it a little bit, warm it up, sometimes that'll fix it. Uh, the do you know why? Tool, do you know why you get? Do you know why you get that pinch right there behind the band? Do you know why that happens? Uh, no, I'm sure it has something to do with because that's the way they with the rolling process. But I don't it's know the rolling process when they bunch the tobacco. They put the leaves in their hand like this, and mm. then they put leaf after leaf in there before they roll it into the binder. And the part where the band ends up is the part right about where your thumb and forefinger are. Mm -hmm. That's the easiest place to pinch too tight. And so you end up getting a pinch right there. That's straight from people in the cigar factories who run cigar factories and run all the rollers. That's where I've learned this. So that's why you find that typically it's right behind the band of a cigar that you'll get that dirty knot that gives you and, a dirty plug. Like and, that. and a lot of times I've noticed, and that makes perfect sense because with the with the perfect draw, usually you don't have to like run the whole length of the cigar. Usually you'll you'll put it in and you'll feel it. It'll be like. Go in easy, and then you hit something that feels like a freaking yeah. wall, and then you punch through yeah. it once you're about there. Uh, and then with this perfect draw, if you twist it, pull it out, and do that a couple times, a lot of times you can save a cigar. But I will say, even with the perfect draw, it's not the same as having a cigar that just draws good naturally, right? Because you're right. creating right. air paths that you're – I don't know. It just doesn't smoke quite as good. But I yeah. generally do try to save a cigar if I can. How about you? Okay, let's or grab you another say, one. You just say screw me, it, I, it. No, not always. It depends. And it, and it depends on where, where I'm sort of at for the day. If I'm trying a sample from a factory that's like, hey, carry our cigars and review them on your channel. I'll light right. them up, take 10 puffs off them. I usually try to give them about half an inch to a full inch because sometimes you get a skanky light up and it, and it evens out. But right. after about an inch, if it's not good, I just throw it and I'm done with it. If it and, and, and for me, if it draws plugged, how plugged is it? If it's so plugged that I can't draw off it and I don't feel like right. there's hope, I'll get rid of it and get another one. But for me, it's a thing of convenience. Like, I have all the stuff at my fingertips here at the shop. It's so easy to go get another one that right. sometimes I just do. But if I was, I think about this from when I first got into cigars, I was a pastor. I had just gotten out of college for me, spending 60 bucks on a bundle of 20 cheap cigars mm -hmm. was a big deal. So I had to make everyone count. Even if the draw was terrible, I would figure out how to make it work. So for sure, I've been there for sure. I think we all have. All right. Which is, which Next. is why that perfect draw tool is pretty great. That is by far the best draw tool I've seen on the market. We it's, carry it, those. It, we carry those. The perfect draw is fantastic. I love that. Great. I think it's the best draw tool that's made. It's yep. for sure the best draw tool. If if that can't save it, it's not savable. <laughs> it's really not. I got another comment coming here from Shane on YouTube. He says, do I lose some level of man card because I always do beer and cigars? Can't always do whiskey straight. Uh, no. I'm going to let you speak to that first. I don't think so. I mean, it, you will lose it if you fruit your beer. That's a firm man card no-no. You fruit your beer, you lose <sighs> points, bro. You lose I gotta them. tell you the worst story, man. I got I, and, and I'm about to admit something online. I I mean, I'm not mad at I'm, you if you do it. I'm just saying it's not the most manly thing in the world, right? Like so 
this is this is my normal pairing on the show. This is what I normally drink. This is Orange Blossom from Papago Brewery. And I, I used it. to brew beer in college. Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, I love brewing beer. I, I still brew beer, actually. Uh-huh. And I, I've been drinking this Papago stuff for a while. And I went to the brew store, got my setup again. And I was like, I really like Papago. I want to brew something like that. And the guy hands me a bottle of orange flavoring. And he's like, this is what you need. And I was like, what the hell is this? He's like, it's a flavored beer. I was like, what? <laughs> I can't, can't tell me that's a flavored beer. What the? F-? So anyway, I've learned that I like flavored beers. And I'm, I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm just a little yeah. bit ashamed. No, man, I give people a little bit of hell about it. I have a lot of friends that love the fruit beers and the, the stuff, and they they drink the wheat beers and they put the oranges in them and stuff, but I give them shit every time they do it. Um, yeah. But no, I don't think so. A lot of guys really like pairing uh, beer with, with cigars. Uh, it's a pretty popular thing. I'm not a huge beer guy. Generally, if I drink beer, it's a Guinness or some kind of like, uh, I really like the bourbon barrel stout. I don't know if you've ever had that, but yeah. that's a really good yeah. cigar beer. Um, I just found that stouts generally pair pretty, pretty well with cigars. Um, but no, man, if you like beer, do it. Hell. I've found that I've found that I'm both of those things. You said you're not, you said you're not a huge beer, beer guy. I'm both huge and a beer guy because I love (laughs) beer. I'm huge. And, and, and truly I drink beer with cigars more than absolutely anything. If I'm going to sit down and do a pairing and it's going to be something that's just for me, uh-huh. nobody else it's gonna yeah. be a cigar and a beer that i like yeah man i know a lot of guys there's it's just as popular as whiskey uh, as far as i know there's a big group of guys that really enjoy pairing um whiskey or beer and cigars i beer just makes me full like it just yeah. fills me yes. up yeah it, it I, I just prefer because i can pour a little sipper of whiskey and if anything else, it helps me digest. After a big meal and I'm all full, the last thing I want to do is drink a beer because I'm just full. And I, but a nice little pour of whiskey, it's almost like a digestive. You know, it like helps me yeah. digest my food. But no, well, no shame in that. We're, we're going to continue digesting together now, but we're going to do it on the after party. So I'll tell you guys, check out the lineup for tonight's episode. We got six cigars, three of them from uh, Barrel and Leaf on uh, Jeremy's channel, but also three of them that I got uh, just for pairing for you guys at home. And check these out uh, in the link in the description, whether you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or Cigars Daily Plus. But if you want to keep watching this episode and asking your questions directly to Jeremy and me, go over to CigarsDailyPlus.com and keep watching there because we're going to hit the after party right now guys uh so if you're not jumping yeah go ahead i was gonna say this real quick while we're still on the main and everybody's i know most of these people are watching you they probably use you guys site but this is unsolicited buy cigars from this guy you guys have some of the best shipping of any cigar company that i've used i use you guys it's fast shipping the cigars always get there they're well packaged they have the bavita packs in there everything i've never had damaged cigars they come in good shape and quickly. So just want to throw that out there where we're still on the main forum that if you guys are not buying from him, which if you're watching his channel, you probably are highly recommend, highly recommend. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And for Mm -hmm. all of you who are going to the after party, we'll see you in just a second. Otherwise catch us next week, guys. See you in just a minute.
All right, we're back. Welcome back to the after party, guys. We're going to get Jeremy back on in just a second here. Uh, let's hit up the after party. All right, he's back on with us. Uh, I want to keep grabbing comments right here. I didn't know if I was supposed on. to drop out and come back or what. I was like, is it still there? Oh, no, you're what's... good. <laughs> what are we like, doing? What's happening? <laughs> no, we're good. It, the format will look a little different, and what I can see is different than what you can see now. That's yeah, I can't see anything changed. And I, I've literally been threatening to Alec Baldwin, my developer, if uh, – if anything uh, goes wrong. And I was literally texting my developer being like, did we up the server size for plus before the show tonight? Please tell me we did. Uh, okay. It sounds like we did. Everybody's on. It's blazing fast. We still got comments. The only difference is uh, they're not going to appear on the screen like they did before. Oh, gotcha. uh, so I'm going to read them off for you gotcha. uh, for, for the rest of the episode. Uh, and Billy's going to keep, yeah, Chip is on. He says, after party, baby. Fuck yeah. Hashtag, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> now I can fucking let her rip, Tater Chip. Now you can go for it, man. I say was mumbling my want. words a whole bunch because I was trying to say something. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, wait, I got to reformat that. I can't say what I was normally saying. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I love oh, it. Shit. You know, it's okay, funny. Well, I guess. This Mad yeah. Mofo actually, we were just talking about tight draws. This one actually has a little bit of a tight draw. And that just goes to really? show you. And that just goes to show you, man, some of the best cigars out there, occasionally you're going to get one that's a little snug. They're handmade products, man. It's You're not going to avoid it. They are. It's also a sign of the times, man. You know, everybody in Nicaragua is going through the same stuff that we're going through. And in the Dominican Republic, where that cigar is made, they're going through the same stuff we are here. This is what I've learned. I've heard cigar makers complain about what's why cigars are so hard to get a hold of right now. Uh -huh. Some of them say it's packaging, it's the bands, it's the boxes we can't get a hold of. But really, Americans have been smoking cigars at a rate that we never have been before because everyone's working from home. Yep. So they just can't roll enough of them. So they've literally kicked rolling into overtime. And you've seen some like construction issues with brands that you typically don't even see them. Yep. So I, you know, I, if I, if I get a cigar, that's got a bit of a tight draw or a bad burn these days, mm -hmm. I really judge it a lot less than I did in 2019, you know? Yeah. And this isn't like unbearable. It's just, it's tighter than most of the ones of this that I've had. And it's a little snugger than I personally prefer. I tend to like a little bit of a looser draw. I don't like yeah. to have to work too hard. You know what I mean? Great I don't want to be over there trying to get a puff off a cigar yeah it's a okay. little snug i got a i got a comment for you from jack dennis he says it's it's a rare episode of cigars daily live without a hair comment so jeremy why did you cut your hair cut my hair did you what cut you your mean? hair no or are you just not wearing a hat or something i'm not wearing a hat people people are sensitive to it because i'm a bald guy so i'm here hold on there's a lot of let's go Brandon's in the comments. Is that better? A couple of Does that make everybody feel better? I got a hat on. There you go. <laughs> um, I love that. No, I mean, I cut my hair a long time ago. Um, back when I first started the channel, I had long hair. I even had dreads for a while. Um, Did you really? Yeah. Well, it was oh, one of those wow. things that I was like, I knew that this was probably going to be the last time I could if I wanted to, because, you know, I'm getting older, man. So like, you know, shit's getting a little thinner upstairs, bro. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not quite as thick as it once was. And I thought, you know what? Yeah. At one time, I'm, I just want to try. I want to see what it's like to have dreads. Um, so Dude, I had you're, you're talking, you're talking to a guy who started getting the bald spot back here in the eighth grade. So no, yeah, I get really? it. It, gets, it got, it got thin fast for me. Oh, yeah. I, and I was, tw I was in my early twenties when I just shaved it all off. Buddy, I give you mad respect though, for just once it goes past a certain point, 
Just get rid of it. Don't get hair plugs. Don't try to comb it over or do the weird shit. Just slick it off, man. There's, Be done with it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. A lot of guys look better bald. I've mm-hmm. seen some guys that like you see them, you know them as bald, right? And then you see pictures of them when they're younger with hair, and you're like, well, that's just fucking weird. Like you don't need <laughs> hair. Exactly you right. Way better bald. Like, like you, I, if you had hair, it would fucking weird me out. I would be freaked I out. Did, be I, like, there's like one picture on the internet of me with hair and I grew out hair. I had a bald head for a long time. And then a, my buddy's wife told me, she said, you need, if you ever want to meet a girl and get married, you need to grow your hair out. Cause it softens your appeal and it's too intimidating. So I did, I grew my hair out and then I met my wife and she was like, please shave your head. Please for the love of God. <laughs> and then I just got rid of it all because That's I married the, way the to go, best man. woman for me. Um, but right. to answer the question, guess, if they're talking about when my hair was long, I just got tired of it. You know, I, I've yeah. grown my hair out and cut it short multiple times throughout my life. And I usually, once it's long, I'll keep it for a couple of years and I get tired of fucking with it and gone. Hell yeah. All right. A comment coming to you here from Matt Wares. He says, got into cigars after becoming a pipe smoker and my grandfather served in World War II and smoked a pipe for most of his life. And I still uh, I smoke both still. Now you got a pipe. You're a pipe smoker from time oh, to time yeah. too. Yeah. What kind of pipe do you have? Hold on. I think I got something back here. Will you get my pipe, Billy? It's in the it's in that thing right behind. I got you. something back here. Nope. Yeah. Wrong one. Hold on. <laughs> He's gotta pick which pipe he wants. Up top. I think I have some in one of these boxes back here. Oh, this is just a couple. This is like a you know, cobs are actually great. I don't know if you've ever they smoked a corn cob pipe, but especially for new pipe smokers, they smoke really nicely. Um, that's a little short stubby bastard, uh, from a, a buddy of mine that is a, a pipe maker, Jason Dagner. It's a Dagner pipe, little short mm. guy, big old Sherlock Holmes looking son bitch. I actually, oh, yeah. I actually tend to like the curved, I forgot, uh, the shape, what they call these, but I tend to like the, the curved kind of, cause with the beard, it kind of lays nicely and it doesn't like. You know what I mean? You can clench it well. And it makes you look wise. Right? You're like, you, you get like at least five or six IQ points. Just looking off into the distance. Yeah. You look stoic. And life people and shit. Just wanna, people want to ask you about deep yeah. think, I think. Um, yeah. I, I do like pipes. I used to smoke, smoke pipes way more often than I, I do now. Um, my favorite pipe tobacco, if you've never had it, Tim, you got to try it, is Lane BCA. Hmm. Lane BCA is fantastic, man. It almost never I honestly, gives you- I, I honestly never, I never smoke a pipe. And this is a $300 Opus pipe from Italy that I got because a, my, a girl got this for a friend of mine and uh-huh. his wife didn't like that his ex-girlfriend got it for him, which I kind of understand. So he gave sure. it to me. Hey. And so I was like, yeah, the $300 pipe. Who could, yeah, great. Good. Italy. Yeah. I've heard a lot of guys have a pipe specifically for what you're doing right now. And they use it as a nubber. I see this on the internet all the time. Yeah. And I do it surprisingly rarely. It's, it's actually a really smart way to, uh, nub get, a cigar get more. Yeah. Get more out of that cigar. I find that I put them out, you know, before they burn my fingers. So I'll get a little bit more out of this one during the afternoon. I always joke and tell good. people I gauge it with my mustache. I smoke it until I, I smoke it until I start hearing hair sizzle. 
when I start hearing hairs on my mustache sizzle, I'm like, yeah, that's that's probably about as short as I can smoke this one. I need to go ahead and put it out. <laughs> you might need a cigar dagger from that website I talked about earlier, cigardaggers.com. That's what's funny yeah. is I'm a big fan of the nubber and I'm actually making one because you know I do custom merch limited drops. I mean, I'm not trying to compete with cigar dagger, they do their thing, but I'll make a few hundred of them and drop them one time as a one-off thing, and I won't probably do it again. But I'm actually designing oh, yeah. one right now with a company that I work with to do all my like whiskey glasses and custom merch, and we're getting one with my skull logo and stuff on it. Um, and oh little, man, I gotta have one of those. I'll send you one, man. Right. I'll send you one. Let me know when you got. Yeah, uh, yeah, I gladly. Will I'll make sure one. you get one. Gabriel is on, and he says, "If your life depended on impressing someone with a cigar, what cigar would you pull out?" This is a great way to ask, like, what is the best cigar question without people getting around it. So let me, I'll ask you, I'll, I'll let you go first. If you, if your life depended on impressing someone with a cigar, what would you pull out? See, I hate this question. Um, and I get that question all the time. What's your, it's basically like you said, what's your favorite cigar, right? Um, which is, which is tough because it, there's so many good ones out there. I will say as far as kind of what we were talking about earlier with cigars, even being hand rolled, you run into some occasionally. One of the cigars that I have smoked a ton of in my life, and I love them, and I think they're fantastic cigars, and I have never to this day had one that had any kind of construction issue. Now, when I say this, you're going to be like, oh, whatever. I've had like 10 of them that had construction. But me personally, I've never run into it. it is a Padron 1926. No, no. I, I truly, I, I would say that if you had to pick one cigar that, by the way, most of the cigar industry could get behind and say, yes, that cigar, that would be the one. That's, I mean, Padron 19, it's the, it's the special occasion cigar. You can't, it's you almost can't really a perfect cigar. Things. It's almost yeah. a perfect cigar. If there would, yeah. was a perfect cigar out there, I would say I've, they're great. They've got plenty of flavor. They're not overpowering though. They're still smooth and nice. And I think even people who aren't into big heavy hitters can still enjoy it, but it's got enough oomph to it to where it doesn't feel like you're smoking air. They almost always have a fantastic draw, great construction, I mean, if I had to pick one, I would probably say that. I would, you know, gun to my head, I would get shot in the head before I could choose. And so I got to, I'm thinking really, really hard here. If I had to pick a cigar that I was going to put in someone's hand, it would be the Filthy Viking from American Viking. That's my cigar. It's the one that I've got behind. And so hey. this is my perfect blend that I love. Yeah. Before so you be did, before you, yeah. by the way, before you uh, did what you did and with the with the sampler pack this was the cigar i was going to smoke on the the stream tonight prior to you having really the, yeah i had put this Hell one aside yeah. and i this is the one i was going to smoke right here man wait focus. yeah buddy i Where smoked one focus? in this morning what the piece of shit sony <laughs> it's because my face there it is i had to get my there you go the special yeah. uh, limited edition lancero filthy viking this is a fantastic cigar it really I you, smoked one this morning. Yeah. You did it. You did a good thing. And especially I've had some Thank of these. You. you had sent me some uh non-Lancero and I liked them so much. I, I bought more. I actually was joking with somebody recently about some of the cigars you sent. I'm like, you know, Tim sent me some of these cigars to try that I hadn't had before. And the asshole, now that he sent me those, now I've bought like five boxes of each since because I just keep smoking. <laughs> um and this is one that when I saw you had this in a Lancero, I snatched up a five pack and I think I'm on my third or fourth five pack of these in like the last month and a half or two months. Um, hey, awesome, man. That's a great cigar. And I'm a sucker for a good Lancero, man. 
when they're when they're yeah. good, they're great. You know what I mean? It's exactly what they are. When they're good, they're great, and that's mm-hmm. the way Lanceros work. I, and I, I respect a lot of Lanceros when I see them out there. It's typically the best interpretation of the flavor. I think so. And I, I'll give you I, some I props. I haven't had any draw issues with any of these. And Lanceros good. are notorious for draw issues, and not one of the ones you've uh, come in from the Filthy Vikings have had a draw issue yet. Fantastic. All right, my blind faith is just getting just a little hair too strong, so I'm going to switch off. I'm actually going to move over to Adama Velada now. So it's the after you know, party, that's we'll a, whatever we want. That's a yeah. um, a funny thing, actually, Tim. That I figured we could touch on. Me and you have very different cigar palettes. You tend to be yeah. a little more on the mild side, right? You like the lighter wrappers, yeah. the creamier kind of uh, cedar, sweet cedar cream kind of. That's your kind of jam, right? For a cigar influencer, I'm kind of a pussy. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would say that. I mean, everybody's got their own thing, right? Um, but that's kind of your thing, though, right? You're not big into the 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 broadleafs and the the more full bodied kind of things, I, right? I like broadleafs now more than I've ever liked them before, and I find myself actually gravitating a little bit more towards stronger stuff. Mm-hmm. For me, what gets me is the final third of a strong cigar. When a strong gets- cigar gets even stronger, then I'm like, oof, it's just a lot. Well, and you get that, you know, it's funny because I've had people bust my chops a little bit on cigar review sometimes. They're like, oh, let me guess. You know, you get earthy, this, that, coffee, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, man, but you get that in like 85% of cigars. You're going to get that earthy kind of flavor. It's a fucking leaf. <laughs> it's, if there's not a little earthiness in there, something is fucking wrong. Okay, we're not smoking flavored cigars that taste like vanilla java latte it's a fucking dried leaf um so it's gonna exactly be exactly right um yeah but uh yeah i, I don't know man i i have kind of i found my palate has gone back a little more toward middle strangely enough there for a while i was big into the pepper bombs the real super strong robust peppery just you know punch you in the mouth cigars and uh i found that lately i've been gravitating more toward kind of medium medium body mm. stuff. So I don't know. It's weird in your cigar journey. I hate using that term, but I find that you go through ebbs and flows of liking different things. Hell yeah, absolutely. Now, when you started getting into whiskeys and bourbons and everything like that, I ask you this, cause I, I've seen this as a parallel in the, in the whiskey world. Mm-hmm. Did you, have you gravitated more toward peatier flavors uh, than, than sweet, like sweet bourbony flavors to like scotchy peatier flavors? Uh, Yes and no. I wouldn't say I gravitate more toward them because I still drink a ton of bourbon, sweeter bourbons and stuff like that. I will say that for the longest time, being that I'm originally from Kentucky, I was raised with bourbon. So the first couple of times I had scotch, I was not a fan. Like the peat and stuff was medicinal and weird and smoky. And I'm like, why the fuck would I want that? Like, no, uh uh-uh. And And as I got older, I have, I really enjoy smoky peaty scotches now now it's not something i always go for it depends on my mood but i do love a peaty smoky scotch i've got some octomores back there that are absolute peat bombs ardbeg is one of my all-time favorites um i find they're a little harder to pair with cigars though yeah it, and the peatier flavors are harder to hit with a, you need the right cigar for it you do when i'm going for a peatier flavor i want something with something a little bit drier in the, as far as cigar goes, something without as much sweetness in it. I've gone with uh, La Opulencia from my father Ooh, and uh, La Granoferta from my father. Uh, Dunbarton, Sin, 
the Sin Compromiso, which almost was in the sampler for tonight's episode. And I'll oh, tell you stop. guys, check. Stop. Yeah, that is one of my favorite cigars. I fucking love that cigar. <laughs> I, I love the Sin Compromiso, dude. I absolutely love that cigar. And I've caught some hell for it because people are like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. But I, I think that is a fantastic cigar. I don't know how you say whatever to that cigar because it really is good. And I, when I first tried it, I was... I was like, yeah, this is really dry. And I said in my review of it, I was like, this would be really good with a scotch. But now I've gone back to it. And I'm like, God, this is just so much good coming out of this. So, and I'll dude, tell you like guys. It's candy bar. It's chocolate. Yeah, check, it, out, if you, check out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, check if out you the can, lineup for tonight's episode really quick. I'll tell you guys. And I can say it here on, on Cigars Daily Plus. Buy the sampler for tonight's episode because you're going to get some cigars that Jeremy has reviewed on Leaf and & Barrel and mm -hmm. uh, a few cigars that are great for pairing along with it. And I knocked $24 off the price of this sampler of, off just yeah. six cigars. So Man, check that's, it out. That's a, and let me tell you, that sampler is a great little sampler because there's a lot of different stuff in there. So if you're new into cigars or even if you're an advanced cigar smoker, there's a lot of variation. But you got some cool stuff in there, right? So you got an example of a finished cigar, something that's been aged in a rum barrel. So you kind of get that kind of vibe for people who want to know what if because there's a lot of those on the market these days, these finished cigars yeah. that are finished in whiskey or rum barrels. Oh, yeah. um, you got a Dominican in there. Uh, two Dominicans actually, right? Because that H Upman Jose uh, Mendez is a Dominican. I can't remember yep. what what wrapper the Blind Faith has on it, and I Habano? can't either. Yeah, it's. I think it's some type of Habano, and I don't I know if it, it might is. be a Honduran Habano. Yeah, and then ahead. you got a light wrapper for like to have with a coffee or something like that. A nice little example of a Connecticut shade. And then what's on your cigar? That's a that's a, a dark Habano. A it's dark a dark Habano, and it, uh -huh. and I put it in the Maduro category. There are a lot of Maduros that are just dark Habanos, but you could call it a Habano Oscuro or Maduro. And mm -hmm. that one is also a Nicaraguan binders and fillers, stellar cigar. So, I mean, there's a great, that would almost be a good like beginner samplers for people just to kind of get a little different flavor of what different cigars offer, man. It, it, that's a, that's Hell a killer yeah. bundle. All right. I'm going to keep grabbing comments for us right here. Billy's queuing up the next one. Don George says, Hey, Jeremy, what is your favorite to throw on the smoker? And what cigar do you pair with it? My favorite to throw on the smoker. Your favorite meat. I keep, I know I keep floating around these questions because these are tough questions. These are good. They're good questions though. Um, one of my favorite things is brisket. I love brisket. However, mm. it's not my favorite in the fact that it takes a hell of a long time <laughs> to cook a brisket. So I don't tend to cook them as often. You, he, part of his question was, would I throw on the smoker most often? Um, not brisket just because it's it's a long cook and it it takes a while it's probably yeah. one of my favorites but not my most common most common would probably be probably ribs probably the most common thing i put on is ribs because you can get a really good rack of ribs done in about five hours which isn't too bad yeah. where a brisket's going to be like 12 to 15 you know what i mean that takes a long time um so I have to kind of split that. Like my most common is probably ribs. My all-time favorite is probably brisket. Although I'm a sucker for a good pork butt also. Pork butts are delicious, man. And they feed an army. Dude, pork butts are great. They just take forever. But pork butts, they do. we we literally did uh, pork butts at the grand opening of our new location here that we're mm -hmm. at now. We moved in here in March and did pork butts for everybody and just had a few hundred people out and gave it all away. It was fantastic. It was so Dude, they're good. They're great. The one good thing about pork butts is they do take a long time, but they're easy. 
they, they don't require a lot of maintenance. Like where with a brisket, you really got to pay attention to what you're doing because you can dry it out or not render all the fat right. And then it turns out kind of shitty. Pork butts are pretty easy to smoke, man. They take a long time, but they're, they're pretty low maintenance and they are delicious, man. You shred that stuff up and put it on a sandwich with some mustard barbecue sauce and some coleslaw. Oh shit. Forget yeah. about it. You put that on top of your head, your tongue will beat your brains out trying to get to it, man. I'm telling you that shit is delicious. I got, I got a comment here from Nathan. He says, peppery cigars go better with Pete for me. The key is to get something that will blind both smokes a bit and to see into the intricacies better. Yeah. See, that's that, a tough thing. That's true. It, that is. Yeah. It's tough. It's and the answer to the question, by the way, I forgot to answer the second part of that. Yeah. Um, I like darker wrapper stuff with, with barbecue. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, AJ Fernandez New World is like one of those like go-to cigars that's good with Euro. It's almost good yeah. with anything, man. It's it's good. It's got enough pepper. Um that Cro Magnon is really good. Um, I really like a, a old standard and it's not as one of my favorites as it used to be back in the day, but a Liga Pravada T52 is really good with some barbecue. Um, but generally something with a little pepper. And uh, something a little darker wrapper, I find, is, is a good for barbecue afterwards. Sorry, I forgot to hit the Hell second yeah. part of that. What was no, the other guy's question we went back to? And he, and he talks about, he said he said that he really likes to get something uh, pe- more peppery with a peaty drink. And I think that that's a good way to go. That makes sense. Because, and that's the thing is like, you, you, and I had somebody tell me, and I haven't tried it, that they actually like smoking lighter wrapper cigars with pd stuff because they say competing with the smoke is hard to do so sometimes they go the opposite direction and i haven't tried that yet but i keep meaning to i don't keep a lot of uh connecticut shades in my humidor because i don't smoke them a ton um yeah but i want to try that next time i I pick up some shades because i'd be curious to see because they're they're claiming go the opposite direction don't try to compete with the smoke because the smoke and real pd scotches is overwhelming go the opposite direction I don't, I don't know though. I don't know that I would ever hit something totally mild with a peaty scotch because I feel like it would overwhelm it. it. You would overwhelm it. That's exactly right. And right. I, I would probably go something more medium bodied. Like Southern draw has a cigar called the Manzanita. That's out this medium. Amazing. My father's Fonseca that recently came out. Mm. So good. I would put either one of those before with a peaty scotch before I'd probably hit like a Connecticut shade wrapper. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird when the guy said that, but I kind of saw where he was going with it. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to say no until I've tried it because maybe he's hit on something that I don't know. I would think it would railroad it and you wouldn't even, it would just taste like you're smoking air because the the peat yeah. would just overwhelm it. But, you know, it's funny you said um, Southern Draw. They have a fairly, I don't want to say cheap, but inexpensive. It's called the, um, oh, what are those damn things called? Quick Draw. Quick draw. Yeah. yeah. Those things are fantastic. Yep. And they're not very, they're very affordable cigars and they're great. I get yep. the, um, like the Corona size. What are they called? They're not called Coronas. They call them something else. Corona Gorda. No. What's another size that they have that's like kind of thin? I don't even know. I, Corona Gorda is the only size of the quick draw I've ever had. Really? Maybe it is a Corona Gorda. Yep. Maybe I'm, I'm misremembering. Um, but man, for the price, that's one of the better cigars going for the price. Bang for your buck. That's a hell of a cigar. That's a broadleaf, isn't it? If I'm remembering correctly, they have a broadleaf. They make the quick draw in a shade, a Habano, and a broadleaf. And then they also have one that's really good at a similar price point called the 300 Hands that I like a lot. And they make that in a Connecticut. 
uh, a Habano and a Maduro as well. But just in that one, they have a, what's called a Petit Edmundo, which is a similar size to the Corona Gorda. But I think again, yeah. Is that the one? I don't know. It was a weird, cause it was, t- I don't remember. It's been a little while since I bought them. Maybe I'm fucking, <laughs> I smoke too many cigars and I'm, I'm starting mixing <laughs> shit up. You know what I mean? Um, but I just know I, I've bought several uh, boxes of those because for the price, that's a hell of a cigar. Matt Knowles is on. He says, uh, how do you feel about Cameroons? Are you one like of those Cameroon. commies who doesn't, no, use, actually, doesn't use actual Cameroon? That, that AJ Fernandez what, Cameroon's really good. It's, you know, he did the new world in that the original new world was that Oscuro, that really nice dark wrapper. So good. And then he went to Connecticut and the Cameroon was like a, I don't know how, how he did it. It's probably because it's AJ Fernandez and he owns like most of the cigar industry in Nicaragua, but <laughs> that Cameroon, he priced it like five bucks a stick and it's a great Cameroon cigar. That, that's the green one, right? And it, yeah. they're great. I, 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 in general, Cameroon isn't one of my favorite rappers or anything, but I, I like them. Uh, and those new world Cameroons are fantastic. And again, affordable. All the new world series right. is super affordable. I've got time for just a couple more comments here with you uh, because we've already run over our time. But Derek Clark is on and he says, uh, have you guys ever tried zero proof whiskey alternative? I'm a recovering alcoholic and just curious about the uh, limitation stuff, imitation stuff, imitation. I have not. And I can't imagine I haven't either. It being worth a shit. Now, I I feel for you, brother, recovering alcoholic. Uh, Congratulations that you're on the recovering side of that. Um, Yeah. I see, I I don't know, man. I always felt kind of weird about that kind of stuff because to me, it seems like if, if you really have a problem with alcohol, drinking something that reminds you of alcohol seems like it would be tempting fate. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't have a problem with alcohol like that. I, I could stop drinking and not drink for a month and it wouldn't bug me one bit, but I don't know. Like, like when I stopped smoking cigarettes, I didn't smoke a cigar for probably about a year because I was afraid that the cigar would make me want to go back to smoking cigarettes. So I don't know, man, if I had a problem with alcohol and then I hit something that tasted like whiskey, I would be afraid that would trigger something (laughs) and I would want whiskey. You know what I mean? Um, And I, my, my, my look at it is similar. You know, I'd say if you want to go for something imitation, you know, you're talking about imitation beers, like Odul's, like a, like a no alcohol beer, imitation whiskeys. If you try them and you like them, good for like them, enjoy them, pair them with your cigars. Right. That would be, that would be a logical thing to do, or just lean into what you're into now, like pair your cigar with the, uh, with, um, uh, Dr. Pepper or the new Dr. Pepper cream soda. There's an old Cuban thing that pairing cigars with cream soda is like a big deal. That's oh, something you should definitely be trying. And there, I've done a couple videos on pairing cigars with non-alcoholic beverages. You should check those Root out beer, because bro. there's so Root much beer. out there now. Root, Root beer, beer is a fantastic way fantastic to go. Fantastic with say, cigars. <laughs> yeah. Lean into that. It's a great way. Yeah. And coffee. There are so many and different coffee. coffee beverages that you could explore, man. Espresso, latte. Uh, what's my one that I always forget the name of? And it. it's one of my favorites. Ah, fuck it. I'll, I can't. I'll end up here. You got, we're running short <laughs> on time. And I'll, but, you know, Cuban coffees are great. If you've ever had a good Cuban coffee, it's a different kind of thing. It's fantastic with cigars. It is fantastic. Yeah. Lean into the coffee and the sodas, man. I'm, I'm with Tim on this one. Stay. Fuck the alcohol. If you can't drink the alcohol, just unless you just really like it, you try it and you like it, it's your thing, go for it. But lean into the other stuff, man. Yeah. 
All right. The uh, last question here. I'm going to get this one. Uh, uh, Davis Ebert says, are there any coupons on cigars daily right now? Uh, I don't have coupons running right now. Let me just think right now. The best deals you're going to find on Cigars Daily, other than the sampler for tonight's episode, I try typically try to make that the best deal I can put forward. Uh, but you can always. So this is really weird when you go shop online for stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you find that if you subscribe to the email updates, you get one type of deal. If you go to the homepage, you get another type of deal. Cigars Daily is not that complex and not that complicated. I put our best deals on our homepage on the slider. This is similar to the deals that you'd get on the, on the emails. If you're on the email blast, like I want you to know that if you want to buy a box and get 12 free cigars with it, you'll find that on the homepage of our website. And then once in a while, we'll run like a 15% off or 20% off things site-wide. We'll have one of those coming up close to the holidays here. So you can keep an eye out for that. There's nothing running right now specifically that I can say like, here's a coupon code for you just for what it's worth. Um, Okay, last one right here is from Darren M. Vaughn. He says, uh, do you both s- uh, ever smoke torpedoes? I bought and am trying my new cutter off eBay, uh, one-stop cigar shop, and let's see, Cigar Smokers Outlet, and I got a premium pocket cigar poker torpedo cutter knife, uh, double blades with rubber. Oh, this is like a sales pitch almost now. With rubber in the finger holes, it's working great. It's all metal plus the rubber finger holes. So, okay. So let's just take the first part of that. Do you smoke torpedoes ever? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Torpedoes. It's a regular, I get frustrated with torpedoes because I can't cut them with my fingernails. And as we've already discussed, I'm like a Nicaraguan native now. And so I use my fingernails. Yeah, man, you're, you're an insider. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta go with it. Um, I V cut torpedoes. Yeah, I, I, I angle V cut them. So I kind of tilted at a little bit of a 45 away from where the wrap is because torpedoes are notorious for if you're not careful, you'll cut past where the wrapper and then the fucking thing will start becoming like a unraveling yeah, nightmare. Like, so I'll angle yeah. it a little bit and I'll just V cut at an angle on a torpedo. I, I, a lot of people straight cut them. I, I V cut them. Hell but, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I smoke the shit out of torpedoes. Perfectos, torpedoes. I actually really like perfectos because. Yeah. Do you get burn issues with them? Sometimes. Burn issues? Sometimes, but I like the fact that you kind of get, because, you know, it tapers on both ends, right? So you kind of get like a little bit of a different situation because your wrapper to filler ratio is changing throughout the cigar. So usually you can get some interesting transitions there um, with those cigars. And one of the most fun cigars I love to smoke is those flying pigs from Drew Estate, the uh, T-52 flying pigs. I love those cigars, man. They're, they're fun to smoke and everybody thinks, oh, they're so short. It's going to be a really quick smoke, but it's not, man. They smoke for about an hour, yeah. 15, hour, 20, even though they're just really short. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That smoke was the thing all, that man. Nubs, Nub Cigars showed the industry that, you know, yeah. that was, it, it's an interesting story and I'll tell it really quick because we've blown our time, but you know, David Garofalo. Sorry, owns two, I talk way too much. No, you, no, you're good. <laughs> uh, Dave Garofalo is out in New Hampshire, I think. He's got two guys cigars out there and he had and he saw this little short four inch by 60 cigar and and was like and somebody saw it on his desk. It was uh-huh. uh, one of the Olivas and they uh-huh. took it and said, hey, we can make this into a brand. And the whole industry laughed at him. <coughs> and then Nub became one of the biggest brands out there. And now everybody's got a short, fat something. And, and like you said, Drew, Drew Estate does the pigs. That's their thing. And it's basically a, a nub in a figurato with that little perfecto, you know, pigtail end on it. And it's fantastic. And they don't smoke fast and they're great cigars. They don't. And it's so short and it's got such a steep taper on it. 
usually you get a really interesting smoking experience out of it. It's really, it it changes a lot throughout that cigar. And you're like, wow, I love them. I don't buy them as much as I should because they're a little expensive. Um, But every time I get a box of them, I enjoy them. Hell yeah. Well, dude, I can't thank you enough for hanging out with us tonight. Oh, no, man. This is great. Anytime, man. Uh, Anytime I can hang out with a... Here's the thing, man. I'm up here by myself smoking cigars all the time. So anytime I can hang out with a fellow cigar enthusiast and smoke cigars and drink whiskey and talk shit, I'm I'm game. Well, hell yeah, man. That's why when you ask me, you're like, you care? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll come on. What do you mean? Absolutely. (laughs) That's so great for me, man. And thank you again, dude. I I can't, your contribution to the world of YouTube and man shit and cigars and whiskey and everything I think is really substantial. And so it's a huge deal for me and everybody watching to have you here, buddy. I Thank appreciate you. it, man. And same right back at you. Like I said, I, I I was getting cigar reviews from you before you probably even saw me on YouTube. So right back at you, your contribution yeah. is much appreciated. Well, thank you. And for everybody watching, stay tuned for another great episode next week. And this is Tim and Jeremy. We're both signing off for Cigars Daily. Have a great week, everybody. I'll see y'all next Sunday.